Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from Monday, June 7th and Tuesday, June 8th. Um, as you heard, obviously, this yesterday, um, it was just a really super slow day on Monday. So, like, there were, there were, like, five events in total, which is a decent amount, but I could go into detail on two of them. Um, so, I'm kind of, like, making the boundary of... If there are less than three events that I can talk about, like, in detail, then I'm not going to record an episode. But I'll always record, or I'll try to always record and be like, hey, no episode today, things are really slow. You know, just like a minute where I talk about that. Um, I do want to briefly um, talk about something going on that I'm not going to go into, like, a ton of detail on. Um, but we, there are some things going on behind the scenes that, um, may require, like, a a change, and so in this episode, I'm going to talk a lot about, um, the Daily Royals YouTube channel, which is the, uh, the Daily Royal podcast is the channel name, um, and the reason is I have been... (laughs) I've been working on this project all day and will continue to work on it for a few days, probably. Um, I am uploading every single episode to YouTube. Um, I think it's just another platform. Like, it is not leaving wherever you're listening. Um, It is just also going to start being on YouTube as well. So, starting... Tomorrow, so starting the day you're listening to this, um, the Daily Royal podcast will be up on YouTube for these these events. Um, so it's just like another thing that I'm adding in. It's not a huge deal, but you'll hear me start to promote it a little bit more on the podcast, um, just because of reasons that I'm not going to talk about yet. If I need to, I will. Hopefully the behind the scenes stuff will resolve with a pretty little bow. Um, but it doesn't seem to be happening that way. So, um, just, you know, part of my outro spiel will now include like, go check out the podcast on YouTube. Um, I will be promoting the YouTube on the website. Um, still part of like my daily, um, like I always promote the episode. So the episode will be promoted using that same system, but I'll also put a link to the video in that website post essentially. So you can watch it straight from the website, um, or listen to it. There are no videos yet. Um, right now it is just the podcast logo and the voice recording. Um, down the road there could be some video editing elements but right now my goal is to just get them all uploaded so I will still I'll do this one but I'm like I'm not uploading 2020s yet I probably will um but I don't have 
those saved in the same way that I have 2021s um, because I got smart in 2021 and like saved them a different way. Um, but 2020s are saved differently, so I'm going to have to play around with that a little bit more um, and a little bit more editing. So they'll go up eventually on the website as well, but all of 2021s will be up. I'm halfway through March right now. Um, it's just a process because I have to edit the video in Final Cut and then upload it, um, and my computer gets tired, so it has to take breaks. Um but I started last night and I'm like halfway through March. I'll probably by the time this is up have March and probably some of April done. Um, but just so you know, that's coming as well. So um, anyway, that is what was going on kind of behind the scenes. So now let's go ahead and jump in um, and start with the Belgian royal family. There were a couple of, there was one event yesterday, but it is the weekly meeting between King Philippe and the Prime Minister, so like, I can't talk about it. It literally happens every week, um, and that kind of continued into today, so King Philippe held a couple more audiences. Um, he met with the Wallonian Brussels Federation Minister for Children, Health, Culture, Media, and Women's Rights. And then he also met with the Minister of Development, Cooperation, and Urban Policy, and that is um, for the federal, like, Belgian government, I believe. Um, so those were kind of, like, boring, but they happened, um, and there's no detail shared on that, which is totally fine. Um, but then also today, so Queen Mathilde visited the, I think they're called the Belgian Cats, I think is, like, their name like their team name but it's the Belgian national women's basketball team um and so they are of course preparing for the 2020 Olympics which yes I'm still calling them the 2020 Olympics because that's what they are it's Tokyo 2020 even though we are in 2021 um but they are of course preparing for that so they um were having a practice session and Queen Matilda visited so she was able to talk with the players um, and probably the best moment, and this is going to be on the website, so please check it out, um, is <laughs> they had her shoot a basket, okay? And so Queen Matilda is, like, this very, like, she is, she's not old school, but, like, of the current reigning queens, like, of the younger generation of queen, like, kings and queens, she is the most traditional seeming, um, in terms of like, she's very stately. I think she's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but like, I would have never expected her to participate in something like this. Queen Maxima? Absolutely. 100%. Queen Matilde? Did not expect it, but she did it. I don't think the girl knows how to shoot a basketball, but it was amazing. And she made it. And I think she shocked herself more than anyone else. Like she was so surprised. I Like I said, the video is up. You can watch it on the website. Um, the Belgian monarchy did tweet the video. I couldn't get 
the link to work. So I uploaded my version. I don't like, it's not part of my YouTube or anything like that. It's just that it's their video that I happened to save. I'll give, I have them, like I give them credit. Um, because it is so funny. The first time I watched it, I thought, oh my gosh, this is not going to go in. Like, whatever. And then it went in and it was like, everyone was shocked. She was the most shocked. And the whole video is just adorable. Um, I legit was like so happy when they shared that. Um, it was just a really fun event and I'm loving that it was like, it felt really normal. Um, you know, and like preparation for the Olympics is such a big thing. And I, I don't know if this is normal. Like, I don't know because I didn't really follow in 2016 and in 2012, I really did just follow the British Royals. Um, I didn't, and like the Swedish, but not really that closely because I didn't know how. Um, and so like for the 2020, 2012 Olympics, like, yeah, the British Royal family were doing a lot, but they were, the Olympics were held in London. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I'm not sure if this is like normal or like if it's a COVID related kind of thing, like just showing support for like the weirdness that is going to be the 2020 Olympics. I genuinely don't know. Um, but I loved this event. It was like my favorite event of the day. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on in Belgium. It was wonderful. I loved every minute of it. Um, and so now we are going to jump over and visit the British Royal family. still staying relatively quiet in the UK. This is not going to happen last forever, I hope. Um, also, like, it doesn't surprise me that things might be quiet in the UK this week. And just as there's going to be, like, a ton of foreign leaders and, like, let's not take away from the G7 that's happening in the UK by um, a ton of super distracting events. So the G7 starts, I think, tomorrow... Um, or maybe Thursday. It's either Wednesday or Thursday, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, and so that is, of course, going to take a lot of precedence. And then at the end of the week, um, Queen Elizabeth is going to meet with Joe Biden and Dr. Jill Biden, which is going to be a huge thing in and of itself. Um, so I don't know. It's just like a big week in preparation for that in terms of, um, like what is coming down the pike for the British Royal family. But there have been a couple of events, certainly not a ton. Um, so yesterday, the only thing that happened was another video was released, um, from the conversations that the Duchess of Cambridge is having, um, in partnership with the Hold Still project. So that happened yesterday. Um, today Queen Elizabeth continued receiving, some of the new ambassadors to the court of St. James. Today it was from South Sudan and Mozambique. Um, this is just going to be an ongoing thing. So um, 
if she's doing two at a time, which I don't know if this is how this normally goes, um, because I don't know that it ever happened in 2020 pre-pandemic, and then she didn't do really any events until, like, October and November, um, and I think at some point in December is when they figured out how to do this, and then, of course, there were some other things that happened um, that slowed down that process even more, so... For about a year's span, she hadn't received any credentials. So this is why there's so many and it's like every other day. And also it's something she can do every couple of days and not have to leave the palace and still keep her protected. Um, I do expect her to return. I mean, obviously she's meeting with the president this weekend. So like I expect her to return to in-person engagements a little bit. Um, but now we're coming up on summer. So... Um, I know trooping is this weekend. I think, I don't know if she'll be at Ascot, but Ascot is happening this weekend um, and into next week, which is the horse race. Um, and Queen Elizabeth is an avid horse race fan and she races like her, she has horses who race. Um, so I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, so that happened. So again, two ambassadors from South Sudan and Mozambique. Um, and then also today, the Prince of Wales took on a series of engagements in Oxford. Um, so first he visited the Somerville College at Oxford. So Oxford is a university that has like different colleges within it. The UK university system very much confuses me. Um, but Somerville College is part of Oxford. So you receive an Oxford degree. You can say you studied at Oxford. Um, but it's called like Somerville College. And it, I think the colleges are geared towards like different interests, but that may not be true. I haven't done a whole ton of research just from what I have gathered so far is that what, is what that means. Um, so he was there to celebrate the Somerville College 140th anniversary. Um, next he visited the Oxford um, botanical garden where he talked about plants and I think he was involved in a tree planting you know typical things um, and then finally he visited the um, mini so like the mini Cooper cars we I don't it I think it's like a brand that's under the BMW label I mean we have mini Coopers in the states um, and I think that's how it is it's like they're sold kind of they're in the BMW family, um, but they're called minis, and I don't know why I had to explain that, because I was confused, I guess. Um, so he visited the Oxford plant for Mini Coopers, um, which apparently have recently launched an electric version that I now want. Um, I'm never going to get, I probably will get one at some point, like an electric car, but I don't know when. It'll be a while, for sure. Um... So that is what he was up to today, and then I am going to pull up the court circular. I know for yesterday there were no court circular events, um, so I don't, I'm not sure if there are today. I haven't looked yet. Um, that was like my deciding um, factor of why I didn't record last night, because there was nothing on the court circular, so... Um, okay, court circular for June 8th, um, we have the ambassadors, we have the Prince of Wales events, so, okay, 
So all the things we talked about are, of course, on the court circular, but nothing additional. Um, so that is what was going on in the UK. And now we are going to go ahead and move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. Denmark is like the only country that had a decent event yesterday um, that I could talk a little bit about, but it still wasn't like sharing a ton. Um, also, because I've talked about this on this podcast a few times, um, but I will continue to talk about it. It's just I don't want to ever repeat myself and like I can remember my conversation about it. <laughs> my conversation. It wasn't a conversation, but me talking about it so clearly that I'm like, I feel like this is more recent than it probably was. Um, but anyway, yesterday, Crown Prince Frederick held the um, deliveries, delivery of the Crown Prince Frederick Scholarship, um, which was set up for, um, it was given to a, as a gift to Crown Prince Frederick um, on his 25th birthday while he was studying at Harvard. And it is something that he can give out um, to Danish students to study, I think just at Harvard in general, I don't think it has to be at the Kennedy School, um, although I do think Frederick went through the Kennedy School. The Kennedy School at Harvard is the school of like public management. Um, it's where a lot of future leaders will go because it's a very strong um, program and educates, obviously, I mean, it's Harvard, first of all, um, but also, like, the, the, the Kennedy School is very, um, geared towards educating future leaders, although it's interesting because I think anyone now, I think Frederick went through it, um, I think he's the only royal that has, to my knowledge, because King Felipe went to Georgetown, King Philippe went to Stanford, Crown Prince Akun went to Berkeley, uh, Victoria, Crown Princess Victoria went to Yale, like of their, the studies they did in the, in the States. Um, but yeah, I mean, Frederick went through it. So Anyway, it's still a super prestigious institution um, and very cool. So that is what it is. It was really interesting. Both of the award winners are still like they're studying. And so they're out of they're out of Denmark at the moment um, because they're studying in different countries as it is right now. So he didn't actually award it to anyone like no one was present to receive it, but that's OK. Um, it was still like it's still super important but definitely could have been done digitally because well no one was there no none of this year's recipients were able to be there um so that was yesterday and then today there were a couple of there was one event and a couple of different announcements 
Um, so the first thing is today was a council of state that Queen Margaretha presided over. Um, so it was held in person. I think the last council of state was held digitally, but this one was held in person. There was like half the amount of ministers. Um, and so these happen like every three-ish months or so, um, maybe every two. They aren't super frequent, at least to my knowledge, like according to the calendar. Now that could change after pandemic, but pre-pandemic, they were not super, um, or like during the pandemic, they were like every three months and then they were held different ways. Um, but it's just a way for, um, well, one, Queen Margaretha size signs in any, like, new laws, um, so that's a big deal. Um, and then also, it's just a way for her to be kept up with what's going on. Um, it doesn't need to happen. It doesn't happen on a weekly basis. There are some countries that do weekly. There are some countries that do way less than every couple months. Um, so it just kind of depends on the country. So that was the event in person. Of course, no details are ever shared because that's like government business. Um, but then the announcements that were made today. So this one I'm still trying to figure out. Um, but today it was announced that following the Tokyo Olympics, Crown Prince Frederick will resign as a member of the International Olympic Committee. Um, I, I don't think... IOC members have a tenure that he has like maxed out. He's been on the IOC for maybe since 09, like maybe since 2009. Um, he was definitely on it during the 12 Olympics um, and 16, but it does seem like, I don't know. Anyway, so he will resign then. Um, also just a step towards like focusing more on the home front, um, which is going to be important for him in coming years, of course. Um, not immediately, but like certainly in the coming years. So that announcement was made. Um, and then also today, the announcement of the date for the Crown Prince Couple Awards um, was announced. So I think last year they were held in like, like, in like late October. I can't remember. Um, but today, Today it was announced that they will be held on September 25th this year. Um, so that will be very exciting. It was it was a really good event last year. I think it was like the first time that Frederick and Mary had been at an event together since the pandemic. So like that was what I focused on the most, I think, because it was just like such a realization that I was like, oh, I've missed seeing people with their, you know, spouses. Like, that's part of the fun of royal watching. Not always. Like, there are fun moments, like Queen Matilda making a basket she never thought she was going to make. Like, that was really fun. Um, but, like, you don't... I didn't know I was missing it until I saw it, and then I was like, oh, I do miss that. Um, so I'm excited for this year's. Hopefully that won't be the, the thing I remember about it. Um... So I'm very excited to see this year's Crown Prince Couple Awards. Um, so yeah, that is what was going on in Denmark over the past couple of days. So now let's go ahead and move on to the Dutch royal family.
the Netherlands is where the bulk of our stuff happened yesterday. So the the two events that I could really go into like the most amount of detail on were Crown Prince Fredericks and kind of both King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima's events yesterday, but Queen Maxima's is really repetitive, so I didn't count that as part of my like two events. Um, because it happens literally every couple of days, so I don't, I don't know how to continually talk about it. Um, but anyway, yesterday, King Willem Alexander opened the NIDO 2021 conference focused on NIDO viruses. So when I googled the word NIDO viruses, um, it gave me diseases and snakes, which made me very confused. But then I like went to the conferences website and it was basically a way to talk about all the different types of um, viruses that go around, um, including like a SARS virus, MRSA, COVID, um, because this is not like the only version of COVID. This is the most intense version of COVID, but it's not like the only one that has ever existed. Um, and then like SARS is, um, a big thing too. Like, and COVID is a part of a SARS disease. It's very confusing. I'm not an, um, epidemiologist. I don't even know if that's the right term for them. If it's not, I'm so sorry, but that's what I think it is. Um, like I'm not a disease specialist. I don't want to be a disease specialist. I have lived through COVID and that is enough. Um, like I don't ever want to think about diseases and viruses ever again. Um, but anyway, he digitally opened the ceremony because like, can you imagine? I'm sorry. I just like have to say this. Can you imagine this being held in person? Like the irony of this was held in like a conference situation <laughs> with people like, let's all get together and talk about viruses, including the COVID, like 19 virus and other COVIDs. <laughs> just, it's literally cracking me up. Like, I'm making myself laugh so hard thinking about that because it's ridiculous. So clearly it was digital because the irony it would just be too much to handle. Um, and so he just uh, opened and talked about the importance of these kinds of conferences and this kind of research. Um, and then also yesterday, Queen Maxima digitally opened the Amsterdam FinTech Week. Um, so FinTech we've talked about in regards to um, access, accessible financial tools using technology. Um, and Queen Maxima is of course the UN Secretary General, special advocate for financial inclusion and development, I think. Um, someday I'm just going to have to write out that title and just like refer to it like on a sticky note on my computer or something, just like refer to it when I need it. Because I always forget, <laughs> not always, but if it's been a while since I've talked about it, I will forget the full title. Um, but anyway, so that was of course in her wheelhouse um, of talking about financial everything. Um, so that was, you know, that I can talk about it, but I've talked about these types of things a lot. 
Um, and then today, Queen Maxima continued with her regional visits. She visited the region of, I think it's Zwolle, Z-W-O-L-L-E, um, to continue discussing the labor market in regions throughout the Netherlands. Um, and this is in her role as a member of the Netherlands Entrepreneurship Committee, um, which today was the first time I had ever gone to their like, Twitter page. I had never actually gone over there. Um, I don't know why. I think I was looking for additional pictures because there was only one. So I was like, oh, let me see if they have any. Um, they did not. They only had the same picture. But they do, it's like they have a, like a staff picture, but Queen Maxima's in the middle because she's a member. Um, so that was really cool. That was like a new picture that I had never seen before. Um, so anyway, there was that. Um, so that was a really, you know, again, we've talked about these kinds of events because she's doing them frequently. So that is what was going on in the Netherlands. Um, so now we are going to move over to the Norwegian royal family. In Norway, there were three events today. Um, so two of them were board meetings. So Queen Sonia attended a digital, I think digital, maybe it was in person. I don't know. They didn't say, um, a board meeting for the Queen Sonia print award. Um, and Crown Prince Akun took part in a board meeting for the Crown Prince Couples Foundation. <laughs> um, but then also today, Crown Prince Akun took part in a conversation about marine litter, um, so, like, garbage in the ocean. Um, as part of World Ocean Day, um, and he is an ambassador for the UN Development Program, so this was all kind of done under that umbrella. Um, but he had a conversation with the first nine winners of the UN, UN's Ocean Innovation Challenge, um, but also taking part in this conversation was Crown Princess Victoria, who opened the conference, um, because I think she's an ambassador for maybe the, like, SDGs? I don't quite know. Um, but so it was really cool that they, like, did this combined event. Um, I don't know, it was just, it was really exciting. I don't think I realized, like, I had kind of seen things throughout the day that were, like, from news sites that I'm following on the Swedish royal family because I'm like figuring things out um with the Swedish royal family and I saw this and I was like because they don't speak Swedish I kind of thought it was about like an, a, a future engagement that is expected soonish between the Swedish and Norwegian royal families like between Crown Princess Victoria and Crown Prince Akun and their spouses um but I don't it obviously was not, it was about this event. So I just was very surprised when I finally like wrote my script out or my outline, whatever, um, and saw that they were in a, an event together. It was lovely. Um, so that is what was happening today in Norway. 
Um, and so now we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain. Today in Spain, okay, so yesterday there was absolutely nothing. Today we had like three events. I'm like, oh, okay. And they're all very different. So it's not even like I can, can combine them. They are extremely different events, um, which is interesting. But then like for the next few days, it's just going to be the same events kind of repeating itself every day. It's going to be like living in Groundhog Day in, in Spain. Um, which is fine. I'm cool with it. Um, but anyway, so today, let's start with King Felipe's first event. Um, King, King Felipe today attended the celebration of the Royal and Military Order of San Fernando, um, which is given out every two years. Um, so we've talked a lot about, like, royal orders and orders of knighthood and things like that. Um, and I, Spain is not the only country that does this, but it's the only one that has, I think, like super intense ceremonies like this. Um, so because it is only given out twice or every two years, um, it is a big deal when it happens. Um, so it's very much like a miniature military parade event um, for small, like, companies or battalions or whatever they're called in Spain. Um, so King Felipe arrives. It's a, uh, per, like a stand on the box, receive the national anthem, hop, hop down. He does not hop. Well, step down, review the troops, um, review the guard or whatever, and then go to like a viewing platform where the military will walk. Um, and then there were also meetings involved as well as the distribution of the order. Um, so it's very similar. The Royal and Military Order of San Fernando is very similar to like um, a just a, a, an order, um, an order of knighthood. So in Spain they have a couple. They have the order of I think Carlos Third, um, which is what most people receive. And then there's also the Order of Golden Fleece, which is like King Felipe has it and Leonor has it, um, but Queen Letizia does not. And like foreign royals will have, um, foreign monarchs will get the Order of F Golden Fleece, um, but this is a royal order, but it's also only for military. So I don't know if it comes with like the red sash um, that's like worn on your waist. I don't quite know. Um, I tried to do a little bit of research, but it's all very, like, confusing to me. Um, there was an event last year that was similar, except it was a royal or a military and religious order, and my mind just did not comprehend. Um, so I understand this one a little bit better, but I don't know what the, um, like, symbol of it is. 
Um, so anyway, that was his first event, and then we are completely switching gears. Um, and so t this evening, King Felipe attended a dinner in honor of the second International Economic Forum, um, which is hosted by Expansión, which is a newspaper in Spain um, that is, I would say kind of like the Wall Street Journal kind of feel, like it's very serious, um, very well researched, very mo way more neutral than some of the other um, newspapers in Spain. And so, like, that's how I see the Wall Street Journal is more of, like, the neutral. It's very much focused on, like, here are the facts. Um, I don't think a lot of the media in the U.S. is biased, by the way. Like, please don't have that misconception. But, like, I think the Wall Street Journal is a very good example of, like, complete neutrality, um, which is how I see Expansión, too. Like, I personally don't use Expansión because... Um, I need a I need to find a very specific kind of reporting um, when I'm looking up things and Expansion does not provide that for me so I will use some of the more like right-wing leaning newspapers in Spain because they report on the royal family um, the most because right-wing is equivalent to monarchy in Spain it's ridiculous um, but anyway so that's how I view Expansion. Um, so he was there to attend the dinner. He gave a speech. I don't think he'll be partaking in the forum. I don't think that's on his agenda. But I'm their week is just a lot this week. Um, and then also today, this is like a huge rumor still. Nothing is super confirmed. But it looks like King Felipe and Queen Letizia may be the first royals to host a state visit after during the pandemic um so hopefully we'll see that next week but i'm not sure but fingers crossed because there is talk about gala and i might lose my mind just saying i don't think we've seen very many i don't think we've seen any tiara events since i started this podcast and I'm not going to always lose my mind over them. Like, that's not who I am. But the first one in two years, I might. <laughs> Just so you all know. Um, so anyway, that were, those were King Felipe's events. Um, also today, Queen Letizia visited a new exhibition hosted at the uh, National Library in Spain. Uh, this one is dedicated to Emilia Pardo Bazan. Um, who was a Spanish writer from, like, um, in the early 1900s. She passed away in 1921, so, of course, that is um, celebrating this year, of course, 100 years since her death. Um, but she is one of the first writers to include, one of the first Spanish writers to include feminist ideas in her writing. Um so in the 1920s, and obviously she was writing before then, um, but in the 1920s in Spain, um, it was a very interesting time because it's, uh, it's still the kingdom of Spain at this point. Um, it's before the king, uh, King Alfonso had to no longer be king. 
Um, but it was very much a similar to the Roaring Twenties in the U.S., where like people were coming into new roles and industrial work was happening, and women were able to work for like the first time ever. Um, and granted, they were in like very traditional gender role jobs, like secretaries and all of this. Um, but the, when that happens, of course, there's this ripple effect of like independence and gaining independence and more feminist ideas and less um, controlled by your husband ideas, things like that. Um, so she started writing about these in pre-1920s because she didn't live long into the 20s, but she started writing about them as like a pioneer of those ideas in Spain. So the whole exhibit is dedicated to her. I think it's really cool. Um, and it was really fun to like learn more about her history. So that is what was going on in Spain. And so now let's go ahead and move on to Sweden. Sweden there were a couple of different events uh, there was one event yesterday and then a few today um, so yesterday last night Queen Sylvia attended the um, a concert I believe at the Little Academy which is one of her patronages so yesterday when I was writing the outline there wasn't a lot of information there is today um, but Basically, she just she was able to visit and tour the facility and partake in a concert. Most of their concerts have been held um, completely digitally this year because of re of pandemic. Um, so she was able to go in person and see them. Um, and I think they were doing some construction things because I've seen one picture of her in like a construction vest and a hard hat. Um, so I think she was probably touring some new um, developments at the school, um, but it's a school that is completely focused on like performance and music. It's very cool. Um, and it is one of her patronages and I'm kind of glad this is like the one time I'm like, Hey, this is something that I'm okay that I didn't have the information yesterday because I didn't record. So I was able to share more information today. Um, so anyway, that was yesterday's event. And then we have all the things from today. Um, so we already talked about this, but Crown Princess Victoria took part in uh, celebrations for UN World Ocean Day, including the digital seminar with Crown Prince Akun. We already talked about that one, so I won't talk about it too much more other than to say it's on her calendar too. Um, and then also today, Victoria took part in a digital conference called Everyone Influences. There wasn't any information on that one. Um, and then... Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel met with a researcher for the National Board of Forensic Medicine, which I don't know. They didn't release a ton of information on that. Um, but then the big thing of today for the Swedish royals was um, Crown Princess Victoria, Prince Daniel, and Princess Estelle visited the new... Um, sculpture that was sponsored by the Princess Estelle Cultural Foundation. Um, so I believe they met with the 
artists of said sculpture, um, which was officially like inaugurated today. Um, although it was a digital inauguration, so Prince Daniel did that part, and then I think this event technically happened yesterday where they went to visit the sculpture, um, but still. Um, so anyway, they went, they talked to, to I'm assuming, the artists, um, took some pictures. Estelle was, like, by herself with the two artists in one of the pictures, which is crazy. Um, so she is nine. And, I mean, but by no means was this, like, a solo engagement by any stretch of the imagination. Like, her parents were right there. Um, but it is just really interesting how they're including her in this. I mean, it is a foundation in her name. Um, she is nine, so I'm not sure. And it, she was seven or eight when it launched. So I'm not sure how involved she was in the creation because she was a child. I mean, she still is. Um, but it is really nice that they're obviously including her. Um, and I think this is similar to what they have done with Princess Ingrid Alexandra in Norway. Like she, her foundation sponsors a lot of, um, sculpture things as well. Um, and that's a like piece of, when she does official engagements, of course, we haven't seen any in a couple of years, but when she does, they're typically at sculpture parks and outdoor venues. Um, so I think it's like modeled after that in a, in a way that is fun to include the younger royals um, in different events. So I think that's what's going on. I don't really know. Um, but anyway, it was lovely. Everyone is like, I'm losing my mind because somehow she is like, I swear, grown since National Day, which was three days ago. But also, like, she was in normal clothes. She was not in um, traditional Swedish national costume, um, which is what you do on National Day in Sweden. So, like, I love it. Um, but she looked like a kid. She looked like a grown child, and it's just crazy. Like, she's so big, and I lose my mind every time. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on in Sweden. It was wonderful. Um, and so with that, I'm going to end this episode. Please check out thedailyroyal.com, The Daily Royal on Instagram, Daily Royal Podcast on YouTube. Please, please, please check out the YouTube channel um, and like and review this podcast wherever you are listening to it. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.